Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching and discussing the 1998 Norm MacDonald film Dirty Work one minute at a time. And I'm one of your hosts, David K. Jones. And my name is John Yabez, and today we have a very special guest. Very special. Very special because it's almost a privilege that we have him here because yeah. this guy's a, a notorious criminal now. Oh. The, the, yeah. the police are trying to find him. All yes. he does now is poach endangered animals <laughs> so he can make extinct sushi. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Master Chef Co Snyder's in the building. How are you doing, Co Snyder? I'm doing good. I have to correct you on something. I don't poach endangered animals, John. I kidnap some animals from a dying race and I kill off their entire kind. Then I just slaughter the remaining animals and serve them up for filthy rich people. By the way, Sarah, you're not allowed back. You and your filthy husband cannot come back, Sarah. Who 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 is that directed to? Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Sarah and her filthy husband. <clears throat> All right. Well, we'll make sure that Sarah and her filthy husband never. You don't know them. Okay. Oh, they're listening. But they're listening. Okay. <coughs> yeah, they know. Well, uh, Sarah and your filthy husband, thank you for listening. And uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry you can't behave yourselves at Co's restaurant. It wasn't about their behavior. Oh, it was because he was literally filthy. Yeah, they're filthy. I told them. You must shower before you come. There's so many rules about your restaurant I didn't know. No, you pretty much have to be clean. You can't just come in all nasty. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's a fancy a, restaurant. That's a fair, yeah. You don't want to smell people. If, if you don't remember from previously, I said we steal the restaurants. We borrow them, actually. And we can't just return it to them filthy. We want to make sure it's clean. So if you're going to eat at somebody's restaurant, we just hijack, be clean. Yeah, when, when you go to the restaurant, you want to take only only the food yeah. into your mouth and leave only footprints. Look, if you break into somebody's house to camp out overnight, you're not going to make the house filthy. You're going to keep it clean, right? Yeah. Uh, sure, if you ever had to do something like that. Yeah. but uh, Rules of good squatters. Don't, no. don't filthy up the place. Yeah, just being a good guest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I have to admit that's very admirable of you to do it. Like even even now, since you are being hunted by the police, yeah. we're actually have we're actually doing this podcast in a very discreet location. We Look, can't give out the location of no. where we're doing this right now. Normally, we do tweet out the location of where we're recording for the day, but today we're yeah. not. It's because I'm away, running away from the cops, and wanted that we need to keep the places clean. If we don't, there's be evidence everywhere. Want to make sure it's clean, so there's no evidence left behind. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And, and Sarah and her filthy husband left so much evidence. Gotcha. Oh, you didn't have all those plastic tarps up like, like no. that Dexter room? No. The dodo birds were a one-time treat where we had to have the tarps down. Yeah. Normally, we don't have plastic down. Okay, I, I thought that kind of ruined the mood. It did. Yeah. It was a one-time thing. You know, dodo birds, they've been extinct for hundreds and thousands of years. Uh, we somehow yeah. got them for this evening. And I can tell you how we got the dodo birds. Uh, yeah, you, you've already explained uh, how you did that a couple minutes I'm ago. I'm just going to say time travel, uh, wormholes, a lot of stuff gets tracked in. That's why we had the plastic. It's, it's kind of crazy because me and David know a couple time lords. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you ever met Jeremy Castillo or Anthony Negrelli. Those aren't time yeah, lords. They, they are nope. the same person and also time lords. They, they are not time lords. They, they say they are. They were also abducted by Bill Cosby. Yeah. Well, Bill Cosby is a time lord, but... He grabbed them and transcended time and space. Yeah, Bill Cosby just gave them partial powers of a Time Lord. They don't actually have them. Bill Cosby does. That's why Bill Cosby gets so much done. Yeah, is that right? Is that right? <laughs> I don't know He doesn't leave evidence like he, a lot of people. He seems to have a lot of knowledge about, you know, 
leaving evidence and, and time travel. But Bill Cosby is one of those people, you know, the ones. Uh, I don't have to say uh, 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 yeah. yeah, I mean, that could go many ways. <laughs> Some, that's how we do it. That's how we do it? We, that's how we do it. No, oh, son, this is how we do it. Bill Cosby was the inspiration. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah. For, for time travel. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Exactly. Ah. Okay, yeah, time yeah. travel. Yeah, you know, this is how we do it, this is how we do it, this is how we do it all night long, this is how we do it, this is how we do it. You know the song, right? No, this, what are you talking, there's a song? Yeah, the this is how we do it song. It's about how we travel through time and don't leave evidence. Oh, there's a song for that. There is, and those are the only words I can say yeah. without breaking international time law music rights. Oh, okay. Wait, so, oh, have, have, so have, we'll have, stop you there so you don't, yeah. Yeah, but you have, don't need the international police after you. Have, have you yourself time traveled? Oh, of course. My God, David, we got to stop getting time travelers. <laughs> How do we keep booking time travelers? Well, you know, it's hard to find someone who can come for a week straight to yeah. record this podcast. So it's like people that have, can manipulate time, it's easier. Yeah, Look, sure. I actually have commitments prior to this, but after this. However, because of time travel, I can go do that and I can travel through interdimensional holes and I can get here on time. Spectacular. Yeah. It's very so, easy. So thank you for joining us yeah, today, thank, Cole. Thank you for having me. I, I've stopped, I stopped asking myself questions about time a whole long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you probably should. I just believe my. I just believe anything anyone says. <laughs> it's very complex. So uh, today we're covering minute 27 <laughs> of Dirty Work. Minute 27 starts with Mitch saying, I didn't forget. You just never told me, so I just guessed. It ends with uh, Trailer Howard's character, Cappy, saying, yeah, but he's doing a live TV something. This minute is one of them. It's the classic uh, boy meets girl. Yeah. And who knows? You know what I'm saying? There's definitely that chemistry. Yeah, they have good chemistry. And um, it's a little sweet scene, I think. A little sweet minute. Yeah. Mitch handles this... This uh, interaction very smoothly. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes to show, you know, if you're just quick on your feet and you have a good sense of humor, yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you always come off charismatic. Even if you try to pretty much blatantly ask her to bring, bring you back to her uh, apartment. <laughs> yeah. So, that, that actually works. That's a line that actually works. It works. It worked it for you. Work. Did it work for you, Co? It has. I change it a little bit. How do you change it? Oh, I say, hey, my apartment's right over here. Would you like to stop by for a few minutes? And they and they trust you. Look, I haven't lied to them yet. My apartment is literally right over there. So you just you just wait outside of your apartment? No, Nate, come on. I'm not an animal. No, you offer them a drink or something. No, I'm, I'm saying when you run into women, oh. it's because you're hanging out in front of your apartment. No. That just happens to be we walk like you don't just go to random women unless you're drunk and say, Hey, you wanna come up to my apartment? Oh, so you meet women that you know in front of your house. Like you invite them over? No, you just happen to conveniently go to a place that is really close to where you live. And, and wait for them? No, they you don't wait for them, you pick somebody out. So you do go to random women. Yeah, that's the entire point. I think okay. every every story you have is modeled with like you might be doing something criminal. <laughs> Look, everything is criminal. Somebody pretty makes much, a law about it. Yeah, somebody makes a law about it. <laughs> like, like just laws to protect people, or yeah, pretty much until somebody rats you out. Everything is legal. Oh, <laughs> so those time laws. Yeah, time laws. <clears throat> International time law. Fun fact: time laws aren't created until it happened in the future. I, I believe that. Yeah. I mean, like, who's going to question 
somebody coming back from the future and going, hey, this law exists because this happens yeah. in the future. Look, here's the thing. Uh, how many times have you heard of um, a time travel movie where somebody comes from the past and says, somebody did something before, we need to stop it? No, they're all from the future. It's like, so many happenings in the future because this happened. Let's make a law preventing this from happening. Well, what did that, from their perspective, be going back in time? Yeah, no. to the past. We've all seen Terminator, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Somebody came back from the future, stole somebody's yeah, clothes, but, they be made stealing illegal. Yeah, but the people from the future, from their perspective, they're going into the past. Look, the people from the future don't know that we made a law in the past preventing people from stealing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's after the apocalypse, it's harder to come across any sort of law books or anything. Yeah, they're just true. kind of guessing. And so many things they can break the law, so they create another Terminator, and then they have to create another law saying, no, you can't do that. Well, you know, that's yeah. the third law of robotics. Yeah. yeah, third law of robotics. If you have a viable franchise, keep it going. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this minute, it's very special. We have a very special uh, appearance by world famous David Keckner. Yeah, whammy, yeah. whammy, yeah, champ, champ. I, I, I will tell you this, you know, I, I can't remember his last name in the movie. Champ, I can't remember either. We can look it up, but yeah. like, I think the, I think the thing I noticed about David Koechner, but uh, anything else is like, I think that dude, like, he's one of those dudes that looks like he was he's been old forever. Yeah, he's always looked like a dad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like this this came out in nineteen ninety eight, right? Like. Look at him then and now. It's yeah. like well, he was thirty six. He was born in nineteen sixty two. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. So he was older. Do you think? Well, that means he's fifty five now. Huh. Well, it makes sense. I think yeah. fifty five is. Yeah. Do you think that when somebody Champ creates time. a Champ movie time. or writes a script, they sometimes think we need a David Keckner type? Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, definitely. And do you think they actually seek out David Keckner, or do you think they pick somebody else? Uh, probably him or Rob Corddry. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. They, they call yeah. David Koechner's people first, then Rob Corddry, and then they just do a casting call for a David Koechner type. How, how often do you think Rob Corddry and... Uh, how often do you think both of them get roles meant for the other person? Pretty pretty often, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, 60% of the time. Like, like, more often than they get their own roles. Like, Rob Corddry, you describe it as, like, uh, the David Koechner type guy, or David Koechner's, like... I- I imagine that like, Rob Corddry probably shows up to casting calls going, let me guess, a David Koechner type? And then <laughs> the casting people would go, ha, huh? and he goes, ha, huh? and they just give him a role. Yeah. Who was? Wouldn't it be nice to, wouldn't it be nice to just have that niche all, all to you? Like, oh, yeah, someone needs a, a, a bald asshole. <laughs> if David Koechner doesn't take it, then I'll take it. Yeah. Do you think Finn Diesel has ever gotten a role meant for Rob Corddry or... Uh, I doubt that. No. I think I think uh, Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy was originally for David Koechner type, mm, but they yeah. were both busy. I could see that, and so Vin Diesel got it. How would uh, How would Groot sound like if he had David Koechner's voice? He's like, "I am Groot. I am Groot." Oh, yeah, it's angrier, definitely more angry. <laughs> well, maybe not angry. Maybe like drunk and drunk, yeah. slapping women's asses. <laughs> I want to hear a uh, David Koechner version of the Iron Giant. Mm. <laughs> you stay here. <laughs> Me go. I never saw the Iron Giant. Oh, you haven't? That's my sign-off for next week. Uh, you should, yeah, I mean, you know, you should, and you should bring some Kleenex with you because it's a, it's a tearjerker. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to kidnap David, and we're going to force him to watch the Iron Giant, and he cannot say that next week. Because it'll be a lie. And I do have rules about lying. And that the first rule about lying is don't do it. Yeah. Mm. 
Don't lie about lying. Yeah, don't lie about lying. That's the second rule. Mm. Yeah, that's true. It's a good rule to live by. Yeah. Very good. That's how you uh, become adorable, like you know, McDonald. <laughs> I have a I have a question for y'all. Have you ever done anything embarrassing to try and pick up a girl? Or oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've gotten really drunk with the idea that somehow that would be impressive to a woman. Uh huh. And it's not. I mean, like that's totally. I know that the mis- big misconception is like, oh, this guy is sloppy drunk. That's disgusting. Right? Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like there's a time and place for that, right? Like it's 4 a.m. and you're at your dive bar and she's at a dive bar and both of you are sloppy drunk. And both yeah. of you just realize you're not going to get any better. Yeah. And then the, and the, sun, the sunshine's getting, the sun's going to rise in about two and a half hours. So you bet you better get to it. Well, I'm saying at that point, you don't go, oh, I'm going to do three more shots to impress her. Oh, the, most, the most embarrassing thing I've ever done to try and impress a girl is I went to Safeway and I bought a box of chocolates in a heart-shaped box Ooh. and I gave it to her uh, on Valentine's Day and she rejected me. I'm sorry, Ka. No. Yeah. How, how old were you when you did that? I was like uh, 11. Oh, that's not No, so that's not, well... I mean, yeah. Listen, that but it was girl, embarrassing because I walked all the way to Safeway and walked all the way to did, school. Did they? Did she give you the box of chocolates back? Yeah. Oh, see, like oh, that's yeah. that's nice at least. Actually, I, yeah. actually, I didn't even give it to her. I presented to her. It's like she was she like, no, she uh, never even touched my box. Did she start singing the the song? But she ran away. <laughs> no, she had never sung that song to me. <laughs> she started. Rolling, I was she cute and attractive really and adorable. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Yeah. I asked uh, the girl I wanted to take to prom. I asked her to prom by giving her a bag of chocolates, <laughs> and then she's uh, a bag of chocolates. Yeah, like a big bag of chocolates, like like loose chocolates. No, like they were like like there were bags inside bags of chocolates. Wow. You know, like, a, like a shit ton. Of, it's a shit ton of chocolates. Johnny messed up. Here's what you do: you present her one chocolate, and she takes that and accepts. You give her the rest. You don't give her the entire bag. Well, see, like that's I wasn't a business major then, so John. <laughs> This was before you went to a strip club, didn't you learn? This shit. When you got to the strip club. this was before you went to a strip club, right? When you learned, you give one dollar at a time. Listen, like I was gonna say, she didn't give me back the chocolates, right? What's her name? I'm not gonna name her. That's Why not? not? That's not a nice. I can go to back do. in time and change things for you, but you'll never know because you're in well, the present. Knowing you, yeah, knowing you, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Look, if if I go back in time and change this job. You're never going to start doing stand-up comedy because you're going <laughs> to fall in love and you're never going to be a comedian. Oh, you have no, six man. kids. Yeah, you're going to have... Ugh. Naturally, he had five kids. Oh. One died oh. in miscarriage. Jesus Christ, God, that's dark. In a carriage. Oh, in a carriage. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... Well, I mean, that is, uh... Don't go into my past, God. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't change any of our pasts. Oh, I changed it. You don't want me to change it that uh-huh. i asked you i asked your alternate universe self you want me to go back in time and make you a community is like please no oh gotcha <laughs> See, the, the, I, the, I, I don't the, listen to anybody the part the part of time controls i think is a little too too crazy for humanity i think at some point someone should outlaw it or something yeah i think we need a law against time travel i just feel like there's too much there's too much there's too much potential risk an injury when it comes to people just going all willy-nilly with whatever they want to do, you know? That is true. So, <laughs> says the man who, who controls time. Look, <laughs> laws are just there for people who aren't meant to break those laws. Mm. You know, rich people, they can do whatever they want. They're meant to break laws. 
Look at Donald Trump. He breaks all the laws he wants because he's rich. Well, you know, we're not a, we're not a political podcast yeah. here. You know. No, I'm not talking about that Donald Trump. I'm talking about <laughs> Donald Trump. From another timeline. Gotcha. Yeah. No, actually, he's from the same timeline. It's just that he has a twin brother named Donald Trump that's a president of the United States. So Donald Trump has a twin brother More like named Donald Trump. Oh, his clone. <laughs> yeah. And uh, his clone became a time We all have traveler. clones. We all have clones. Not you. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. You, you killed them or something? You killed all my clones? Or? Of course. Haven't you except noticed that your power has been getting greater, John? Except sure. for one. Except for one. No one that had the miscarriage in the carriage. Oh. <laughs> that's oh, a that, that's a pretty hard sell there. <laughs> I let him live. Sure. Yeah. yeah he's been through enough. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite uh, line: the movie is in this minute, and it's when David Koechner's yelling at at Kathy. Oh, your your lunch break's over, sweetheart. Get your ass back in here. And Noam says, "Who's that dude?" <laughs> That's a good line. That's your favorite line in the entire movie. It is. The way he delivers it is it's very Norm MacDonald, and it's, it always makes me laugh every time I think about it. Sure. Do you think Norm MacDonald would make a great uh, civil servant? I don't know if he'd be good at it, but he'd be entertaining at it. Yeah. Not good, just great. <laughs> I like how you step it up. You step it up one notch instead of bringing everyone's yeah. expectations down. Like yeah. the guy who killed Abraham Lincoln was not good, but he was great. <laughs> what? Like killing Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, he wasn't a yeah. good guy. Yeah, but, but he was great at assassinating. We all know what he did. He did it. Yeah, yeah we're well, still yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we see him. Yeah, we are. That's how great he was. Uh, it's a. Uh, yeah, it's kind of dark side of infamy. You know, it takes a great killer to create a ghost who haunts the White House. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many people have done that in the history of the world? How many ghosts are in the White House? Three, two. Was it only Abraham Lincoln? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't looked up how many ghosts are in the White House lately. So, so listeners, have you ever been to the White House? Uh, if you know anything about White House ghosts, please tweet at us and uh, tweet us any pictures you have of ghosts. And Even if they're not at the White House. Just if you have a picture of a ghost, legitimately, please send it to me. I'm always <laughs> curious about people's ghost experiences. And let us know if Abraham Lincoln uh, is like original Abraham Lincoln with the full beard, or if he's like Abraham Lincoln with the uh, full. <laughs> oh, yeah, like you never know if a ghost is going to be the ghost of, like, the dead person, yeah. like, after they died. Jesus had holes. Like, like, Beetlejuice, or it's going to be, like... Yeah, me and Kuo kind of talking about yeah. this another time. <laughs> We're talking about ghosts, and if they existed, how, like, what kind of ghost would you be, right? right? Like, would you be the ghost at your physical prime, or your mental prime? Yeah. Right, because, like, I, I probably have to admit that my, my physical prime... Probably be somewhere in grade school. <laughs> so I don't know if I'd want to be stuck in my grade school form. Right? right. But like, you know, maybe maybe my mid-20s. Yeah. It's maybe. I don't know, because like, I'm not, time. you know, I don't know, how, I don't know how I'll be like when I'm 50. Yeah, I think you have to go off of if you died today. Oh, yeah, then mm. I'd definitely be like a year younger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel yeah. If I, if I became a ghost, I would want to haunt people who don't believe in ghosts. Like, believe in me. Sure, that's a good way to convince people that uh, they <laughs> exist. Yeah. Yeah, the only way to get rid of me is to actually believe in ghosts. Yeah. You'll be that person that used to not believe in ghosts, and well, now you like, believe in ghosts for some reason. I feel like it would hurt my feelings as a ghost to haunt somebody that doesn't believe in ghosts, and it doesn't change their mind. <laughs> like, they're constantly denying that you exist and explaining away all of your actions. Yeah. And all you want is for them to pay attention to you, and they don't even think that you're real. I want to haunt mega churches. 
Why is that? Because it's just a whole bunch of people that all would be there, and I just say, "Hey, everybody, guess what happens when you die?" Do you haunt mega churches? Yeah, what? mega what? churches. Why is this hysterical to you? <laughs> because it's televised. So they'd be televised. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does that. Well, I mean, like you do bring up a good point as to like you know if people really wanted, like if ghosts wanted to be heard, right? Because right, I think a lot of them yeah. have messages. Yeah. Why not just show themselves to people who believe? Or you don't know? believe. Yeah, or, or don't believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Even, even, yeah. Straight, even more straightforward. Just like straight up, boom, right? Yeah. Enough of the antics. Enough of the, the showy, yeah. I'm going to jump scare you, right? right. Just show up. Be like, <laughs> hey, I'm a ghost. This is what I want. Can you just please tell someone to help me or something? like? The next yeah, layer. Unfinished business. The next yeah. layer is that mega church is filled with people. That it's televised, and people will be like, I think they just added that ghost into the televised performance of the megachurch. What? Why do you want people to cast doubt on your ghost form? I don't want people to cast doubt. That's just going to happen, because people are like, why is the megachurch televising ghosts now? I just want to live in a world where megachurches start showing ghosts. Like Christian cable access <laughs> channels. With ghosts on them. And that ghost is you. Right, would you be like? What would you be doing? Would you be hucking like the the bucks they they wrote? Or no, I just want to live. I just want to become a ghost that will haunt, like actually effectively haunt an entire area. Like scare them. No, not this confused people. Have you ever heard of mega church uh, <laughs> adding ghosts into their program? Never. No, the Holy Ghost. Why would they add a ghost into their program? It's be a big conspiracy. Yeah, it kind of goes against what they what they're talking about most of the time. Yeah, like, like to talk about ghosts. Like, open your wallets, give us all this money, and the ghost appears. Yeah. The ghost appears once like they, they have enough that. money. Yeah, <laughs> would you want to pay enough money to make the ghost not appear? No, I want to appear right before they pass the collection plate. Like, don't give them money. <laughs> I'm very confused to your agenda here. You, you want to help this mega church? Or you want to hurt it? Both. <laughs> I don't want to help or hurt them. I just want to confuse the masses. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, just yeah. trolling them. Yeah. Mega churches, just because why does a church have to be mega church? Yeah. It fits more people. Yeah. I don't know if they came up with that name or somebody else came up with that name, but it is a pretty silly yeah. name for like, not only are we a church, but we're a mega church. Yeah, I, I feel like people that go to mega churches don't call it a mega church. No. Uh, I'm pretty sure they do. I've known <laughs> people that go to mega churches, like, I'm good at the mega church. <laughs> they say that? Yeah. They're like, oh, sorry, I can't come to your party. I gotta go to this mega church instead. Look, if you could have something, would you rather have a regular something or a mega something? That's true. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know if a mega church is where my heart lies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Look, if you if we were part of the Transformers universe, we're just like, I'm gonna go visit Tron, or I'm gonna visit Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, I'd love to visit Tron. <laughs> Yeah, Megatron. Megatron. On the other hand, that's a destroyed <laughs> wasteland. No, Megatron like the robot. Oh yeah, I'm not of... like the video game. Uh, I was thinking of just the, what's the name of their planet? Uh, isn't it uh, called Cybertron? Cybertron. Yeah. yeah, never mind. Yeah, nobody wants to go to Cybertron. No. They want to go to Megatron. Also, the Transformers movies have become their own insane genre of movie. Also, like don't... the live action ones. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're like, dude, you, you want to talk about inexplicable things? Right. I kind of think that, like, you know, stop me if you think I'm wrong, but I think they're just trying to keep Michael Bay busy until he's dead. <laughs> They're just like, listen, just let him keep making these Transformers yeah. movies. He won't have his hands on anything else. And then he'll stop making movies. 
Yeah, and he can make them as Michael Bay as, as he wants, and yeah. people will still see it. Yeah. Who do you think is hotter, uh, Megan Fox or Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, I, I honestly think Mark Wahlberg's more attractive, even though I'm not sexually attracted to them. I just think you're just Mark, calling out pure, pure, uh, just pure sex appeal, just pure yeah. personality yeah. and physical, like together. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, like, listen, Megan, like Megan Fox. What is Megan for, Fox for, doing? Anyway? For all she's worth, right? She's never ever started her career off as a uh, Calvin Klein model turned rapper. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like Mark Wahlberg came from this really rough upbringing, right? <laughs> and what's the one thing that they pretty much tell with his story? Hey, if you're in a, if you're from a shitty situation, <laughs> and, but you're super hot. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll exploit your body until you're yeah. so rich that you lose your mind and then you think that you're a legit rap star. Yeah. I also want to point out that out of all the food <laughs> establishments with commercials, burgers are always the sexiest, and there's a place called Well Burgers. Yeah, sure, yeah, that's that family, the family the, knows. He has the sexiest of all the fast food chains. Yeah. I mean, burgers. Like, I mean, like, also, Megan Fox wasn't in Boogie Nights, so I mean... Yeah. No. She's not she, a she's not a star. She didn't have a scene where her giant penis was revealed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she might be in the reboot. <laughs> and I would I'd watch that probably. <laughs> a shot a shot for shot remake with just Megan Fox. Yeah, as Dirk Diggler. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody wants to make that into a gif, that would be great. Yes. Yeah. So you guys have anything else for this minute? Uh, good minute. <laughs> yeah. So for this minute, essentially what happened is uh, he he didn't know her name. He learned her name. Uh, they walked. She did not want to go have sex with them. Uh, then she, he found out that she has a terrible boss. And then he said the greatest line ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite line of the entire movie. Or well, most movies, I think. Yeah, I think the spectrum of just writing and delivery, probably the most perfect movie line. Yeah, it really is. My favorite movie line of all time is from Strangers in Fiction when Will Ferrell says, I brought you flowers. (laughs) I remember this from when you were on my other podcast. (laughs) It's my favorite moment. (laughs) If they ever ever decided to remake Seven or something, I'm 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 gonna petition hard for you to be Who's Kevin Spacey's character? What's his name? John Doe. I John think. Doe. Almost certain that's what his name was. If if you would like to get the reference that we recently made, what is the podcast they should check out? You need to check out What's Up with That Bro? The podcast. <laughs> We're watching Lost backwards. Co was a guest one time, and he explains the what his favorite line is and why. That makes. I mean, dude, do the most time traveling you could possibly do, and travel back in time and rewatch that episode. Yeah. Uh, it's a good suggestion. Plugging, plugging other podcasts <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna plug just stuff that I've been and not like put on just things that I've been a part of. Uh, all I, all I plug. That's important. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm excited to see Mitch get revenge. Yeah. I guess, I guess David Koechner hasn't really done anything to him yet. <laughs> I don't think no, David don't think he ever does. Does, but uh, you know, I can't wait for Mitch to to do revenge for Kathy. I haven't seen past this, but I know what David Koechner does, based on my assumptions. David Koechner just cock-blocked him by not letting them go to the apartment because he had to clock Whatever it is, (laughs) cock-blocking. What's a clock-box? A clock-box is something which they put clocks in to prevent damage during shipping. (laughs) Yeah, exactly what it does. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, in case you're wondering, uh, Ko was on episode 16 of What's Up With That Bro. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. And, and Ko, will you be with us tomorrow for I, episode 28 of this podcast? I hope so. We'll find out if my time traveling works again yeah, next yeah. time on... <laughs> Dirty Work Minutes. <laughs> when we start doing that? <laughs> Is that a thing now? Yeah. <laughs> That's our sign off. So, yeah. We'll see you guys tomorrow on Dirty Minute, Minute 28. Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible. <laughs>